Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The great Mike Claiborne. Of course, you can hear him on Cardinal Broadcasts on KMOX and the Cardinal Network. And you can also hear his great work with Joe West on the 5460 podcast. And don't forget, you need to check out the socials of Claibs Online. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you all? Everything's good. It feels a lot better to win two in a row, and it does. Yeah. It, it, especially the way that the Cardinals came away with a split, because I think most of us thought Cardinals are going to lose three out of four and get swept by Philly. So to come away with a split is a pretty good thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, and, and you're right. The way they did it uh, Sunday, the way they were able to come back and win that game, and then I thought the defense in both games was good, but especially last night with Dylan Carlson. Uh, coming up big again. So uh, you, you, it was a coast last night to somewhat, you know, when you win by that score. But I think anybody who took the game in knew they had to work at getting to where they were at. And, you know, let's see what we can do against the Dodgers. They're, they're one of the best teams. And let's face it, if, if you're going to be good in postseason, you better figure out how to beat good teams now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the Dodgers will pose a very good opponent to us. Uh, well, I think they're starting pitchers like 21 and 2 combined. So we have our work cut out for us. Mike, most of the time, rookies don't come up like Vince Coleman did in 85 or Albert Pujols did in 01. Usually it takes a young player a little while to find himself, especially a guy as young as Dylan Carlson. He seems to be feeling it right now to me, both offensively and defensively. He seems like a guy who's pretty close to to figuring it out at the big league level. Not, not that he's going to ever figure it out nobody does but you know what i'm saying he's he's getting close yeah. to being comfortable as a major leaguer well i agree with you I, I think the word would be confidence uh playing center field is a position he played all his career all his life until he came to the Cardinals, where he was moved right and now that he's making some plays in center field it shows at the plate he's hitting over 400 when he swings from the right side and now he's starting to have a little bit more success from the left side so maybe it's all coming together so a guy like that, he probably says, who needs an all-star break? Let's keep playing. Claves, we got some news yesterday about Jack Flaherty. He was moved to the 60-day IL, which means that the earliest he can return to the active roster is August 27th. Do you think that we'll see Jack Flaherty pitch for the Cardinals again this season? Well, Michelle, I, I've been wrong on this one from day one. You know, I thought he'd be back by you know the end of April. And so you know, then when he did come back, it, it didn't work. So, you know what, it's, it's a good question. I, I'm going to probably say, yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably get him back. But, but to what extent, you know, how effective will he be? Because he's obviously got to get stretched out. And the last thing the Cardinals need is another five-inning pitcher. So uh, let's cross our fingers that he can excel before then and be really ready to go deep and be dominant like we think he can be. And with that being the case, Michael, the Cardinals have to make a deal three weeks from today. We talked last week about the possibilities of deals, but now that you know that the earliest Flaherty could come back is August 27th, they have no choice but to go out and get a starting pitcher if they want to be able to compete at a high level. 
Yeah, I would agree. Uh, that that kind of defines things because, you know, you've seen what everything your organization has to offer, who, who's able to, to contribute at a big league level. So you know the answer isn't there. And that's not to say that these guys won't develop into being good pitchers down the road, but what the Cardinals are looking for now is not in the organization. And you may have to pay a price for it, but I think if you're going to pay the price for somebody, you have to make sure you have control and you better make sure that that person is going to be able to really be a mainstay in your rotation next year as well. So where that comes from, I don't know, because, you know, you hear so many teams that are saying, man, we're looking for good starting pitching. We're looking for shutdown pitchers. And there just doesn't seem to be a lot of them available. With that being said, Claves, the Cardinals have a surplus of young prospects. They have a Major League Baseball leading seven prospects in Baseball's America's Top 100 list. Um, I'll, I don't need to give you all the names, but is there anyone in, in that group that you think is untouchable? Yeah, I think that uh, Wynn and, and Walker are definitely untouchable. Prosecco is another guy that I think I'd like to see him a little bit more. Uh, but those would be three. <laughs> Uh, there's some other guys. Yeah, I mean, we've already seen Herrera. We've seen Libertor. And, and while I think they have very promising careers in front of them, um, you know, I think if you ask anybody who's seen Walker and Wynn, they'll tell you Walker's definitely can't miss. And Wynn's got too much skill not to be. So, you know, when you look at those two, I think they're off the table when it comes to negotiation. Everybody else, I think, might be in play because, to be honest with you, we didn't see enough of Burleson in spring training to, to really qualify him as this can't-miss guy. Uh, uh, like he and Connor Capel and some of those guys were late-inning substitutions. So we really didn't see them when they when the fire was really going. So um, and, and you, you know, let's face it, if you're going to move to get a really good player, you're going to have to give up one. I mean, the, the, the you know, trading – a Cy Young candidate for a bag of balls and a, and a draft choice or a whoever, whatever you want to trade for. Those, those deals just don't work like that anymore. I think scouting has become too refined, and I think people really know what you have, and they're going to keep asking for it until you say either yes or we're going to move on. You and Joe West have a national treasure, Charles Barkley, on the latest 5460 podcast. What And people can listen to it wherever you find your favorite podcast. Just go and find the Joe West 5460 podcast with Mike Claiborne. What was your prime fun takeaway from Charles? Well, I think talking about Roy Green. Uh, Roy Green, former Big Red uh, receiver, one of the greatest receivers ever to play in St. Louis. And the fact that Charles was talking to him about how he used to watch the Cardinals and the Eagles, and they had a guy named Roy Green on the team that was a really good player. And Roy said, yeah, that was me. You know, I mean, Charles never put it together. So I, I thought that was fun and just how he had people look after him when he was young in the NBA and uh, the guys who took care of him, you know, two Hall of Famers and Moses Malone and, and Julius Irving. But there, there's a lot of good stories about him. And, uh, you know, he's, he made the point, you know, when he's giving away a million dollars a year to an HBCU and he just handed over a million bucks to uh, Spellman uh, in Atlanta the other day. So he's a man of his word. I, he, and I think he's dead serious. He said when his contract is up in two years, that'll be the last you see of him. That's really surprising because he he seems to have so much to say and he he seems to be having so much fun. Yeah, you know what, and and that can change. Like he was, we we talked off the air about the fact he said, "Man, all I'm doing is fishing and playing golf," you know, and and that's as busy as I like being. But I I think we and we all know people 
who say that when they retire. All I want to do is fish and golf, and the next thing you know, they got a part-time job somewhere because they got bored. So uh, I, I think he'll always have a presence. Uh, it may be in a different form than maybe the NBA or in a show structure like that. But, you know, I, I, I'll wait and see. As I told him, I'll see it when I believe it. And, Mike, I used to watch that Hank Haney Golf Channel teaching show that he had, and Charles had the worst swing in the history of golf. He finished 74th, and he hit, he finished ahead of 13 people this weekend in the American Century, Century Championships. He has put a lot of work into it and become a much yeah. better golfer, hasn't he? Well, Stan Utley, University of Missouri uh, alum, has been working with him. And, and he made a great point, and I think we've all gone through this. He has listened to so many people, so many coaches, swing gurus, and everything else that his head was about to explode. And Utley really simplified things for him, and I think that's why he's picked up the clubs and started to play again. And, and I, I, know, I feel his pain. I think we've all had you know, enough people trying to tell us what's wrong, but we still aren't fixed. So, uh, Welcome yeah, to Paul I, I DeYoung's think- world. Absolutely. You know what, Randy? I, that was exactly who I was thinking of yeah. in switching sports. And, and apparently, you know, and we we haven't heard much of him. I know he, had, he was hitting the hand and he hasn't been playing as much. But I haven't seen enough to even warrant him getting another look right now. I mean, he's just kind of leveled off. You know, he got hot for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm always concerned about minor league numbers because they're hitting minor league pitching. You know, it, you know, a lot of guys can hit minor league pitching, but it's the guys at this level that you have to figure out. And I'm not sure if he's gotten to that point yet, which brings to the question, what do you do with him uh, as far as his future with this team? I thought it was really interesting. Mo used the term Wally Pipped about yeah. him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, That tells me a lot that I don't th- I'm with you. I don't think we see him again. Well, you know what? Whatever he does, I hope he's good at it and happy with it because he's a good person. Uh, and you root for people like that to, to be able to find some success and happiness. And sometimes it's in another organization. But, you know, who knows, man? You know how injuries come up and things may take place, and you never know. He could be in the lineup before you know it. Well, on the other end of the spectrum, Klaibs, how about Matt Carpenter, who had the same situation yeah. where he went and sought counsel from all these different people in order to fix himself and find himself again, having so much success with the Yankees. Maybe quit listening to everybody because, you know, every year, Michelle, uh, Randy, every season it was like, well, I'm working with this guy or I changed my swing or I'm losing weight or I'm gaining weight or I'm lifting weight. I'm not going to wear gloves. I'm going to do this. And every year there was an annual, this is why I'm going to be better. And for the most part, none of it worked. You know, you had flashes of it, but not enough of it worked. Now he's gone to New York. And, And maybe it doesn't hurt to have that kind of lineup around him either. But obviously he's done some things that have that given him a, a better look at the fact that he continued to grind at it. Remember, he had a minor league invite to Texas, didn't make that roster, was in the minor leagues, and then the Yankees picked him up, and you know he started to play much better. And you couldn't be happier for a guy. I mean, he's a guy that, well, I don't know if he's a red jacket owner. I, I do think he has a real significant role in, in Cardinal history. No doubt about it. Mike Claiborne, always great to have you with us. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned into the 5460 podcast with yourself, Joe West and Charles Barkley. Find that at your favorite podcast place, and we'll talk to you soon. You guys have a great week. Take care. See you, brother. That is our friend Mike Claiborne, the great Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. 
Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.